Welcome to the Buckhorn Podcast. I am Martel, and Mo and I are on the road to Indy. Having it uh, in the rear view like that is kind of like meh because it's so yeah. small. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't do a damn bit of good. Um, but they've got this huge six disc CD player like right in the dash mm-hmm. that they could easily add a screen this size right in the dash or have a, a like a fold out screen. Well, they weren't doing that back in the day. It was all about the CD player. We didn't have these yeah. big massive displays. No, and back around that time. But working in car audio, like, a few years prior to that, we were putting screens in cars forever. Yeah, but that was, like, custom shit, though. In some cases, like, like Alpine had in-dash, they had in-dash versions that came out and folded up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, they could have easily just done something, like, a just a fixed version oh, of that. Oh, wait, it, like, slid out like a... Yeah, it like, like came a CD out tray and then popped and then up. Popped up. Yeah, they had like yeah. seven inch screens that because there's all that dead space behind the dash. So I remember a uh, hell of a lot, a hell of a lot better of a, of a vehicle. I was in Arizona at the time. All that stuff was becoming popular, and they made the ones that used to hang in the <sighs> passenger area. Yeah, they made those illegal. I hated selling those things. Because they were, I remember seeing some pretty big ass ones. Oh, they were like they, twelve inch. Oh, we we put in. I think the biggest one we put in was a. They had a, a cut. It wasn't. It was more of like a custom twenty four inch one you could order from AudioVox. Mm-hmm. And you when would, they were a thing. Yeah. Well, AudioVox was like. You always saw them like at Radio Shack, and you're like, oh, that's a shitty brand. Well, they didn't they make they um, were like. They made somebody else's stuff too. Well, they were the, they were a brand behind the brand, essentially. Like, yeah, they made all kinds of shit that no one realized that they were making other people's stuff, and it was high quality stuff. Yeah, and but we had a we had this dude that came in. He was a drug dealer, and allegedly, allegedly, yeah. yeah. But you know the he was a offer of he illicit was, materials. He was a street pharmacist. There you go. Um. I like that. And you could you you could tell he was a street pharmacist by he paid for everything in twenties. He paid for everything in in twenties in, in cash, uh, maybe a fifty here and there, uh, lots of fives and ones, and all rolled up. Yeah, you had to unroll and unwrap and straighten <laughs> everything out. Uh, but the the candy the candy green green apple paint job with Fleck. And the before twenty fours were even you a mean, thing. It wasn't candy green. That was an hour later. Well, it was it was like Jolly Rancher green, <laughs> but it had like it had like it was like a two like a four tone like paint job on it. Depending on which way the light. No, like it was it had pattern like okay. it was painted patterns, but they were all like this shade of green. Okay. That stood out, and then it was all like silver flake over a clear Under, over top underneath of that. It? Okay. Yeah. So With the clear coat. Everything just kind of it, it shimmered and. Sparkled. It's, and, it screamed. Did it? It sounded like it screamed pimp more than drug dealer. It screamed pimp. I mean, he was a, he was a pimp too. I mean, let's let's be honest. That he he referred to his harem as head monsters. <laughs> uh, but he had twenty fours that were matched 
that were they were these green the the same Jolly Rancher green twenty fours before you could buy twenty fours like you, off the rack yeah, yeah. Uh, they were green and silver and this was in like a Caprice but we put a classic oh yeah okay yeah yeah well yeah I mean good I mean that's the, the, no 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 not classic sorry like police car Caprice or no it was a Lexus I'm sorry it was like a Lexus four hundred series like the big ass okay. four hundred back then the yeah. yeah. Um, the long ones. The real long ones. Yeah. And uh, so he had... My he, dad drove one of those for the longest time. He really he, liked it. He had six screens in that. So... He had one in the, the dash. Yeah. Two in the headrest. Two in the headrest. And then two behind. Two in the headrest that were in the back seat. Yeah. So people in the back of the... Like, behind you could watch. Yeah. Like, that, it was just un, unnecessary. That was, that was referred to as hater vision. Yeah. And then he had <laughs> the big 24-inch one. That Hanging just hung from the down. middle, yeah. Hanging oh, down. Oh, you're going to... Yeah. And uh, so he had all that. And he got pulled over. Like, the last time I saw him, he got pulled over. Not for not for uh, passing out, you know, street pharmacy stuff. Uh-huh. Or for his harem getting in trouble. And him having to slap a bitch up. It was for his televisions. He was watching porn while driving down the street. And a woman called... Because he had all the screens running, like the 24-inch screen, all six screens running simultaneously. And so he got pulled over. He's like, uh, so I've got to need you guys to go in and order me a new headliner and remove the 24-inch screen. And I need two new headrests for the back, the back back seats. Because uh-huh. I got I to remove three screens out of this because I got... I got cited. He was like a $5,000 fine for like... Lewd. Lewd, lewd and inappropriate, yeah, yeah, lewd and inappropriate behavior. behavior. Well, he, but he wasn't actually the one behaving lewdly. I mean... Nope, but he got hit for it. It's that the was, man. It was, and he was just like, these motherfuckers... And hence the first Karen was born. Yeah, he was like, these motherfuckers keeping me down. I can't do... You know, how the man can't watch porn he's while like, he's driving. He's like, how am I supposed to do my job? <laughs> like, you shitting me? Yeah, he, I mean, everything was green. And, you know, it was it, it was the same, like, bullshit, like, uh, Don the Magic Wand. Like, oh, yeah. Green is for oh, the I, honey, I know exactly. for the honeys. <laughs> and that, yeah, that was his thing. Everything was green. <laughs> I, I know exactly of which shade of green you speak. Yes. And yeah. I was just like, all right then. Yeah, we had it. We had that guy, and then we had a, another guy who was also a, uh, he was a tactical street pharmacist. Mm. He actually lived in his car. Interesting. So he had one, an Astro van. So it was, uh, was it that, uh, what's the new thing that the young kids are doing where they live in the vans? Oh, they do like the adventure camping, but they just live in vans and nomad their way across the yeah, United States. Yeah, so he was a, so he was a, um, a trend, he was a he was pioneer. A yeah, he's a pioneer in living in his vehicle in downtown Columbus. Yeah. Nowhere else. <laughs> Just adventuring well, the, But Columbus is Columbus. a big city, though. Um, yeah. Lots of places to go explore. Yeah, yeah, lots of places to park your van in an alley and get one Urban of those. Urban camping. Get one of those head monsters. Uh, but he was, no, he was legitimate. He was a homeless dude. Um, he did not have a house when I say homeless mm-hmm. and his name was Craig and he was, every time you come in, it was like, Hey Craig, you just say it just like they did on Friday. Yeah. And, uh, this guy had four 15s in the back of this Astro van and like eight batteries. Each 15 was running on two, 
two amps because they didn't make amps big enough to power what we needed to power. So you had to have the. Uh, so you had like. What are those things called? The. Uh, yeah. Well, we didn't. It, we had resistors. Yeah. Thank you. We had resistors. We had or no, it was four batteries, four resistors, two amps per sub, and that's all. That that's it. So, what kind yeah. of what kind of subs were they? Uh, what they were. Black punk. No, 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 no. I think. I want to say he had old school kicker. Okay. Like the old the original kicker, the original the ones that would like that 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 were like fifty pounds a piece. Yeah, they were with the massive batteries or not batteries, magnets. Magnets on, yeah. Uh, Stupid heavy shit that uh, he had in his in the back of his van, and then when I and like he he was cool dude. I mean, God knows whatever happened to him, he was a pretty cool guy. Um, He tried to pay in cocaine once. He like literally came in. He's like, I, I don't have any money. He goes, can I? I got a bag on me. He goes, it's worth about five grand. I'm like, are you shitting me? Yeah, you could take that five and turn it into ten, man. I you could. just cut it. Yeah, I mean, you just follow. The, I mean, that's what I. I saw that on an after school special. I mean, I listen to Biggie Smalls, and he tells you about the you know the ten crack commandments. Yes. So, yeah. But it was. It's called consignment, yeah. and that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, he just like, he literally tried to pay in cocaine and the, the, I mean, we didn't, we didn't care. We could have cared less what our customers did. Yeah. But the manager was just like. He toiled over, didn't he? He thought about it for a minute and he's like, I can't, he's like, I can't turn this over. Yeah. He's like, but we could have a good time in the back, in the garage after hours. He's like, I don't even think I can do this much cocaine. He's like, this is so much, like, there ain't enough hookers asses we can snort this off of. In the whole of Columbus, in, the, in all of Columbus, to, to do this, and so he ended up. He ended. Up, he, he told him. He's like, he's like, we'll do the work. He goes, but we're gonna we're gonna hold your vehicle until you can come back with that bag sold. And he legitimately like went he, out he and moved sold. It. He moved that shit yeah. quick. And he's like, I actually got six grand for it. And he bought everybody lunch. I see. That's a that's a nice customer. Right yeah, there. I mean, all all of all of our illicit customers were the best customers and we had a we had a couple like crazy rich customers too that would come in to have shit done to like these classy like mercedes yeah and they would want a more custom job a custom job more higher end audio they weren't like bass heads out trying to yeah they just wanted real crisp yeah they weren't they weren't running around with boom thump kill whitey stuff they (laughs) i i I was not i didn't didn't realize that was a genre of music yeah it's a it Boom! Off to that was, that Spotify. Was, that that was one of the one of the references by I think it was it was either Craig or the other guy, and uh, it just came in. He's like, "Man, rolling around out there in the streets, he's just listening to the Boom Thump Kill Whitey bullshit." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I got pulled over. He's like, "I got pulled over for noise ordinance." <laughs> like you, you don't you don't say you know that really the two fifteens in the trunk didn't. It had had nothing to do with that, right? He's like, it eh, wasn't I that guess, loud. Yeah. He's like, he said he could hear me three blocks away. Did you have to like do the insulation in the trunk and everything? Oh yeah, we did. They, we did all the dynamat stuff. We did that stuff was not cheap. No, then these guys were spending money on it. Um, we had, like I said, we had guys like we had older like they wanted just a, a cleaner, crisper sound, so mm-hmm. we could do all these really nice like stealth installation stuff. But we had when I first started. <clears throat> Um, I think it was Serwin Vega, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think of 
the name of the sub that they had out at the time. It was ridiculous. Like, it was the, at the time, like, the world's loudest sub. You, you get, like, a, a, they they partnered with an amp manufacturer. To make this. To make the amp for the sub. Because no one made an amp was it, big enough Was it Sherwin Baker or L.A. Sound that used to make that unlimited wattage amps? That may have been L.A. Sound. Okay. But, like, Sirwin Vega had, like, this this sub was the, it was a 12, so they did a 12 and a 15. They did not promote the 15 as much because it got sloppy. But they promoted the shit out of the 12. The, I think the speaker weighed about 100 pounds a piece. So mm-hmm. it had an 80-pound magnet on it. Yeah, well... For a 12? Um, for a 12. So then it probably had re- really good low-end resonance for it, a 12 then. Yeah. Um, it had... This, the speaker cone itself was only maybe 8 inches in diameter. So it was real tight then. And it was tight. Yeah. The coil was... It was a double coil or like triple coil system. And then the foam surround was 3 or 4 inches. Well, one, it was it was like... 12 millimeters thick like the shit was super thick foam Mm -hmm. for the around the cone and then it was also from the edge of the the frame to the center to the or to the edge of the cone it was probably like four inches thick and just had this it just had this hump in it yeah so you would you like you'd push down and it would just slowly come back up you push down again and we got yelled at for doing that shit too but they installed three twelves in a newer Impala, like an Impala SS. Yeah. Um, it had... They, they upgraded all the speakers around. They, they did some by-nines and some, uh, some tweeters. And, uh, a lot of people slept on the 6 by 9s They did. Well, well I guess... They're good I, for, like, mid-range. I got stories know? about that, too. <laughs> um, I liked them. I, I liked them. I didn't have an issue with them. I... I wanted them where the application was appropriate. Like, I didn't want to put six by nines in where someone had like five by sevens. Because then now you're getting into cutting in frames and doing all this other stuff that it it ended up being custom work. Um, Which I wasn't doing it. The customer's paying for it. I was just the sales guy. Uh, But this, so they set all this up. And this guy wanted it for a competition. Like, he was trying to build a competition car. So we sealed everything. We didn't like weld the door shut. He still wanted to drive it around as a daily car, but he wanted to be able to use it. For these SPL competitions, yeah, they turned it on, <laughs> and the first thing you, all you heard was a hum, like yeah. kind of like uh, Marty McFly from Back to the Future when yeah. he like cranks the amp up. The first bass hit, the installer was sitting in it before. Oh, were the windows up? Windows are up. Like he's, he's testing it. Like so, he's he's got everything turned all the way down. Yeah, and he's testing. He's just making sure that everything's set. Oh, so he's doing test signals. He's doing testing. Yeah. Okay, and so he's, just, he's not like putting music. No, no, no. Okay. He's, he was just running like some some low frequency stuff to, to tune the the subs and yeah. to tune the the okay. high end and, and do everything. Well, he didn't have it turned up that that high, and he's he's like slowly like turning up the volume to a reasonable listening level and it's it's basically someone talking like you know we're just talking and it's mm-hmm. so he can get this and then it'll say okay in three seconds we're gonna play you this know sound, negative yeah. decibel whatever and it went <laughs> and he opened up the door and fell out and he's like fuck he probably got dizzy it sucked all the air out of the goddamn car <laughs> So he just narked himself out. He just he like opened the door, fell out onto the floor, <laughs> and everyone looks at him, and you could hear it. 
but he's just like, it was so fucking low, it just sucked all the air out of the car. <laughs> and everyone's like, bullshit. Like, try it. So, well, the manager, Hex, he comes in, and he just, he like, he looks at Wade, and he's like, it ain't that bad. He gets in, and like, he goes and grabs like a Beastie Boy CD, or, oh. or something, or, um, it was either Beastie Boys, or it was, uh, fuck. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Why am I blanking on the... Oh, Scarface? No, the... the Ghetto Boys? Ghetto Boys. It was either Beastie Boys or Ghetto Boys, and he throws that shit in. And he's sitting in there, and he's just like, keeps just turning it up. And Hex has been doing it for... He'd been doing car audio shit for... So he's probably mildly deaf. Yeah, Yeah, and he's just sitting in there, and it's shaking the building. Like, the neighbors, because we were connected to a... Like, a rug right, like, Mm -hmm. carpet place next door. Their shit was falling off their walls because of this car and it's the loudest car at that time that they had ever built yeah watch out hazard reporting and uh so they're coming over their bitch and Hex is like he's just looking around the car because everybody's like not in the shop anymore because mm-hmm. they just can't they can't stand in there yeah because your your guts are like getting j- jiggled yeah and he gets out and he goes I think you did a really good job <laughs> and Wade's like fuck you He's like, how the hell? He's like, oh, I've just been doing it for so long. It just doesn't bother me. He's just used to it, yeah. And the right red guys were just like, what the fuck? They're like, like, you guys moved in next to us. You knew you were getting into oh, it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, like, that's a you problem. Yeah, that's like moving into a gun range and then bitching that people were shooting guns all the time. Shit. Which, that happens down where I live, I'm too. I'm sure. Because I live near a gun club. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, just ridiculous. So, what was this? Because I've heard you... Hazard reported ahead. Because I've heard you talk about it on the show before, like, where did you work at? It was Columbus Car Audio. So it was just like a... It was... It was a standalone car audio Yeah, joint. they were... They had... At the time, they had four locations. But, I mean, it wasn't like a Circuit City or... No, 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 no. Okay. It was a standalone standalone mom-and-pop style shop. I think they're down to one or two shop Or two or two or three shops Oh, so now. they're still around. They're still around, yeah. Okay. They're, they're still doing stuff. And, like, Christmas was the big time. You know, you're selling remote starters. Like... Mm-hmm. You're selling remote starters and you're scheduling them out weeks in advance. Mm. Like, because you just, like, someone will come w- in. Waiting and, for the winter. In October. No, just someone will come in and, like, the, the sales start in October. And you get someone who comes in, like, about now and you're like, yeah, I can get you in, I don't know, the first week of December. And they're like, what? I'm like, it's a big thing. Yeah. It's, like, legitimately a big thing. You gotta, you're gonna have to wait. So, so it, I'm looking for one. Like, what's some... Maybe I should just have you look for me, honestly, but... Honestly, I have no idea. Like, I always liked Viper as an alarm alarm remote entry and and remote start system. That's what I had on my uh, my Audi? GTI. Yeah. No, I, had a, I, did, oh. I haven't had remote start since my Volkswagen. Um, that's what I had on my Volkswagen. And you have to leave it in manual yeah. or in, in neutral, because if you leave it in gear and you remote start, yeah, it'll, it will, jump, yeah. it'll, it'll jump forward. Uh, it may jump forward into a building. No, I had that happen to a friend of mine. His girlfriend didn't know that, and she started it, and it lunged, and it hit her in the leg, mm. and it fucking it compromised her popliteal artery, which is the one right behind your knee. Yeah, yeah, she almost lost her leg. Yeah, I had one of the, one of the guys had remote start on his, and he was parked directly behind the building, and there was like a like a truck delivery bay. And then we all parked up here, and mm-hmm. he hit it, and it jumped through the rail, and the front wheels ended up over the the edge into that truck delivery bay. Wow. 
because someone was fucking around with his remote, like, trying to, I don't know what the hell they were trying to do. We did, they did a lot of fucked up shit fucking around with people's cars in the parking lot, like, other employees. Like, they completely iced my car down. Jeez. And I got pissed. Oh, I was so pissed. So did you just work in the audio section? But that's all we did. I mean, but I'm saying, but you did tell them. I mean, so did everybody work, did, did everybody do everything? Oh, no, no, no. I was just sales. I oh, okay. I absolutely hated it. I actually ended up getting fired because I hated, I said that I didn't like doing sales. They accused me of saying that I, what was it? Uh, oh, that I could have given a shit whether I sold something or not because I got paid either way. We worked on commission, but we also got paid minimum wage. Salary plus commission. Yeah, we got paid minimum, or wage min- plus, plus commission. Yeah, hourly wage plus commission. And the commissions weren't that great. Like, you had to sell a to lot of stuff. To go by volume stuff. or to go by... Well, it was, it was based on... Um, at the time, it was based on product. Different product had oh. different percent of commission. Okay. But, like, the like a remote start, you may make... 2% on the whole sale as a, as a whole so the product and the installation oh well that's I mean because installation sometimes is just as much as the damn product well you would sell them for 180 bucks uh-huh. so you'd get 2% of that that's what just a standard Commission. remote start well that was just the remote start with installation was 180 bucks out the door oh that's reasonable so it wasn't bad but you only got 2% of that yeah well, so you have to to, to make anything matter. You got to sell a bunch. You got to sell a bunch of them. In the higher the the more higher end products had higher commissions, but it depended on what what it was. So, like, if you sold an audio like a, a visual system, like a, a multimedia system, you may get five percent on that, but you're also looking at the thousand dollars versus one hundred thousand dollars, yeah, and five percent of that commission. But if you sold a, f- a complete system that wasn't, like, because we had cheaper subs. Like, you would, you, you you wouldn't be surprised when someone would come in and be like, uh, I want to do 412s, and I want these kickers, and I want this kicker amp, and I want this head unit. And when you give them a quote, they're like, okay, what's the cheapest sub you have? Mm-hmm. What's an amp that'll run this? Mm-hmm. And uh, let's switch from this you know, fold out screen to just a basic head unit. And now you went from like maybe making a total of 20% on the sale mm-hmm. to 10 6%. Okay. Because you so just now your downgraded. Juice, now your juice is getting Yeah, you just with, yeah. downgraded everything. And you always made like 2 to 3% on installation. Like it, that was just across the board. Mm-hmm. Whatever the installation was, you just, you got 2% of that. And then once it factored into and averaged out, with whatever the percentage of the product was you sold, that's when, that's where I got the like two percent of, uh, the remote start install. So it was, I mean, it was fun while I worked there. We fucked around a lot. Like I, I got trashed one night in OU, and then had to be in Easton, which is where I, I it's it was close to where I lived at the time. Had to be at work at seven a.m. So it. 5.30 in the morning, I got up, still completely blitzed, hung over, <laughs> drove from OU in Athens all the way oh, to Easton. OU, not OSU. No, OU. Okay. Completely trashed. That's a good two hours? Uh, uh, it's about, yeah, about an hour, hour and 
20 minutes, uh-huh. something like that. Um, all the way straight to work. Had my roommate, because I lived, the guys I lived with, we all worked together. Had my roommate grab me a shirt. Mm-hmm. And, a fresh polo. Yep. That's, and that's what it was, fresh polo. <laughs> um, and went straight to, straight to the shop. And, like, got my head stuck between a box, like, a, a, a stack of, like, 12-inch subs and Watch a... Watch vehicle on shoulder ahead. And a hand truck. Like, just bent over, and my roommate, like, came in and, like, went to grab the... He wasn't paying attention. I was picking something up and just, <laughs> just wedged, just wedged my head in between a, a stack of 12s and a, and a hand truck. And my head already hurt, and I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, it was. It was. It, was it sounded like you worked there for a while, though. I was there for about nine months. Oh, I that's lasted, it. I lasted nine months. Oh wow, do you have a lot of stories from oh, that place was, just for nine months? Because I, I feel like you talk about it frequently. That was that was like that was one week. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even surprised I remember half the shit that happened there. Like like the by nines, we would we would have guys come in like just. We had a lot of unsavory customers as well. It wasn't it wasn't all you know street cartel and, and rich people. We had like unsavory guys that would come in like baggy ass sweatpants. You could see you could see their their Glock or their Smith and Wesson just hanging out of like the the waistband. Yeah, and they'd come in and they're just like, man, I was, police reported ahead. Uh, I want to get some bonnets. You're like binines. This is like the first time that I You've I heard that I phrasing. Heard this phrasing. He's like, yeah, I want to get some binines. What the fuck is a binine? And one of the guys comes over. He's like, six all right. Nines. He's like six binines. He goes, we need to. We, we're gonna have to bring you up on the slang. <laughs> I'm like, that's a made up term. He's like, yeah, that's why it's slang. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So these things work, right? So yeah. Well, then, like we had so. We had guys that would come in and be like, uh, how much is an emote in a boat? A remote in a boat? No. Just, uh, I just, I need, I need, you know, that, that clicky clicky. <laughs> emote in a boat. The clicky clicky. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, what system do you have? I don't know. That one is with the snake and stuff. With the snake and stuff. Oh, okay. So you've got a Viper system. Yeah, whatever, man. How much is an emote in a boat for that system? And you're like, wow. How could you have this system and not have a remote? Lose the remote. Oh, oh, okay. You Makes lost sense. the keys because you were drunk when you were going down on one of the head monsters. Mm. And, you know, she she took your shit and ran. I don't mm. know. But yeah, it was like the moat, the moat, and by nines, and I can't. I'm trying, still trying to remember some of the other clicky, clicky. Click, that that was the best. Like the guy came in, like it was a, it was a storefront. So you just walked in. And you'd be like, hey, welcome to Columbus Car Audio. Well, we didn't get that out of the mouth. The guy walks in. He's like, hey, how much is the moat in the moat? Uh, it depends I, what you mean by Yeah, like, what do you... Moat, he's like, moat. He's like, yeah, I need to clicky clean. <laughs> whoop, whoop. I'm like, all right, well... Oh, like, remote. It's like charades, almost. Yeah, it's like charades. And everybody looked at him like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Oh, so it about? wasn't just you. No, it wasn't okay. me. Like, we all, like, stood there, and there's three of us in the store, and we just kind of looked at each other, like... Hoping one what? of you would under- like, would, have, lo- would have deciphered what he was yeah, what like, he was putting out. I looked at the other two, and I'm just like... They're like, I don't know. Uh, I got nothing. I got... And, and Wade was... Wade was fucking hilarious. Like, everything... He was just the... It didn't matter who was in the store, like smart asses. And he's sitting there and he's like, what the fuck is a moat in a moat? 
the guy's like, yeah, no. So. No, I don't. I, no. Honestly, that's why I'm further inquiring. Yeah. For like, some, I, I need some clarity here. I need, I need, I need to know what a Nemote Nemote is. So now I, I continuously use Nemote Nemote at home. like With Liz, the kids? With, well, with Liz, because she, she knows. Like, she heard about all these stories after, because her and I got together after I left Columbus Car Audio. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, you got the Nemote Nemote over there? You want to turn it up? <laughs> clicky, clicky. Click, click. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> I think that's the best part of it is the whoop whoop. It's just, it, and shit, like, it was stuff like that would happen all the time where people would come in and they'd call things different names. And, but it made sense to them. It made sense to them. So yeah. it, it, it worked, I guess, but Nemote Nemote's my favorite. Yeah, I used to work at a pizza place and I remember a guy asked for two plates of pizza. So I'm thinking a plate, like a, a slice. Yeah. So then I go to get two slices of pizza. Like, no, he's like, I want two plates. I'm like, like a whole pizza? Yeah, plate. Uh, okay. That's a tray. <laughs> That's a tray. <laughs> that ain't a plate. Man, that, yes, just some of the shit that people do is this classic. I love it. So, so where else did you work? Um, what other jobs have you had? That was probably the like the most fun job I had. Uh, I've mentioned I've worked at Abercrombie yeah. before. Like it, what, I, now, what you did? You worked at a store and then you got promoted up into like corporate. Yeah. So there's and there's a story behind that as well. So I, I started when I moved to Columbus in '99 from from Toronto, okay, Ohio. Not Toronto. Not not Toronto, Canada. Toronto, Toronto Ohio. So I took a I took like a leap year. Or uh, whatever that gap year, gap year, and because you were going to ITT, yeah, I, no, I was going to Debray. Okay, um, and they went out of business, didn't they? I think so. Now the the, the building is now like a childcare center. Okay, but I'm talking I about think. like nationwide. I think they went out of business for they, like they may have for like cor- not corrosive, uh, corrupt practices, probably embezzlement and all kinds of other shit. The place sucked. Well, I heard a lot of it had to do with like uh, especially uh, federally federally funded tuition oh. there was some way they were weaseling that and screwing people but getting money from oh, the I government got, I got completely fucked like I was paying that shit off years after I left there yeah I looked at going there for a little bit and then when I was running the numbers and it cost it was gonna cause normally like with the military with the GI Bill and tuition assistance you usually wind up paying not a whole lot of money a couple hundred bucks per class usually yeah this was gonna be like thousands of dollars per class and I was like nope yeah, like I pay, I pay. I think I paid a couple hundred dollars per class, but uh-huh. I ended up. I went there for a year and a half out of a th- out of three years. I I couldn't do it anymore. Like I left, and my parents were pissed. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can't believe you're dropping. I'm like, I'm just dropping out of here. Like I need, like I can't go here anymore. Was it just the delivery or? Um, it was everything. So, like I wanted to, I really wanted to get into what I kind of what I do today, like content management, owning. Owning, like, content management products and being the liaison between... Like, I have a design background and I have somewhat of a coding background. So, it, was it was background. it all IT-related? Yes. Okay. It was all, like, web design didn't... Exist back exist then. Exist as a, as a... Like, web design... You, you either went for, like, back in the, programming. the, the 1900s, you either went for programming or you went for... <laughs> the late 1900s. <laughs> for graphic design. <laughs> And that was it. There was so no, you're you're literally one of those people that went to school and you're now employed in a 
in a area that didn't exist when you went to school. Yeah. 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 I, I, and I went to my high school or I didn't go to it, but it was, a I, they were webcasting it. And then one of my uh, teachers that was like everybody's favorite teacher, that's one of the questions he had. He's like, how many of you are in a, in an industry that didn't exist when you were in high school? And I was like, holy shit, that's, yeah. that's real. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in an industry that didn't exist. Like web design existed, like making web pages existed, but it didn't exist for companies necessarily. Like it was usually some, it was usually some a kid. programmer okay. that did it, or it was some kid that did it on the side for a company that understood it. Like I used to write HTML by hand in a notebook in mm. high school. So back in like 94, 95, that just shows how young I am or old. But that's when the internet was but that's like when the internet started popping be, off. becoming a thing yeah yeah but i would sit and write because html was easy you just wrote you wrote the html brackets that started the html and then you started with your h1 your h2 your paragraphs your bold and that was it you had image tags and anchor tags for showing images and linking off shit there was no design in it it was black and white mm-hmm. this is what it was and that's where i i started writing code so i've been doing html for every bit of 30 years now since it's been around pretty yeah, much from from almost from the beginning um but so i ended up going to i, I started the rye and i ended up i was work going to school full-time there and then i was also i needed to have i lived up in columbus for like a year like, like two months without having to need a job like everything was paid for i just had enough money sitting around that mm-hmm. i could go sh- grocery shopping and I laid around for like two months and didn't do shit was this was this when you were working at Burger King too no no that that's <laughs> we'll have to talk about that, that later yeah that came up actually <laughs> yesterday um but it was that actually that money from Burger King paid for a lot of the shit that I did for two months uh-huh. in Columbus without having that's to why work. I brought it up yeah <laughs> um those escapades but I uh Girls, did Daddy ever tell you the time he was a mule? <laughs> I actually I mentioned it in front of Lexi, and she's like, "You never said that before." I'm like, "Cause you didn't need to know." Yeah, that. You, you you weren't ready for that knowledge. You weren't ready for that. You're 13 now. You can hear that. So. <laughs> um, but so I ended up kind of just bouncing around, looking looking for a job. I went to work at Circuit City, and as a blast from the past. I, they, Every once in a while, I'll see stuff on uh, eBay. Yeah. That's a Circuit City, which still kind of trips me out. Yeah, like so, I mean, is it still in existence? Like no, in some, they're, they're gone. Okay, they are they are completely gone. Do you remember Silo? No. That okay. That's one that a lot of people don't record. Maybe it was just a West Coast thing, but it was the same concept as Circuit City. Is like electronic centric. Yeah. Well, that's store. we had Sun TV and we had Circuit City. Okay. Uh, so I think Sun Sun TV was regional here. So okay. I think they were out of Pittsburgh. They were out of Pittsburgh or Columbus. Um, but we had Circuit Cities or Sun TVs all over the place. But uh, so I, I went to, to, to work there because a friend of mine worked there. He's like, oh, you come here. It's not commission based, blah, 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 blah. Well, then I found out that it is actually commission based and they were only paying like a dollar and a half. Oh, Jesus. So hour. it was like a, like a wait, waiting or like, it was like waiting, like tables. serving tables. Yeah. yeah. So it was basically, you had to sell shit or else. On a you side were, note, you nothing wrong with waiting tables, but no. I never knew about how servers were paid. Oh, yeah. Like, they get paid shit. That's atrocious, man. It is. And they can get away with it because of tips. That's bullshit, it's though. It's bullshit. They should, they like, should get paid. Of all the things that are going on right now, I mean, 
not to get political, but no. all the things that are going on politically, that's one thing that needs to be fucking fixed. Yeah, that absolutely. that is absolute horseshit. That's it. it, it for, for people to be on their feet for eight hours a day and only make a dollar an put up hour, with people's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, that is that is not cool. Like when I go to Outer Belt, I will. I used to drink for free. I don't anymore. They told me why. Because um, you, you were drinking, you were cutting into the no. into the numbers. Well, so the the. The, the partial owner left the, left the brewery. Yeah, went to and went down to south. Somewhere. Down south. And the new owner is now... Not that it's wrong, because he's the owner. He can do what he wants. But he is all up in their business. Uh-huh. He's not letting them basically run the company and sitting back and doing nothing. Like oh, he was he's, doing. Okay. He's like... He's, he's, he's an active owner. He, he is active now. and he Not is, necessarily good or bad, just active. No, he's just active. And he's watching the books and he's watching how much, what they're serving and what's coming in versus volume in and money versus out. beer out. Like yeah. volume money in versus beer out. Well, I mean, and that's, which that's, that's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. So they, they were like, well, you know, he's, he's, he's really watching things come in. I'm like, cause I, cause when I go in, they will just, I'll just say, I'll get this and they'll just pour me a beer and they never walk to the computer mm-hmm. ever. And I will, just, I'll be like, you need to charge me for something. Like, I need to be able to leave a tip for you guys. Yeah. So they would charge, you know, I would have, it would be Liz and I, we may do four beers. I may pick up a beer if, if a buddy is with me. I may pick up their stuff. Whatever the, the bill is. So they'll charge me, they were they would charge me for a beer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, a beer is fine. Well, then I leave $40 in tip. Yeah. Like, I drank $40 worth of beer. I'm, I'm going to pay for it. Yeah, there's a but place now, that's really close to me like that. Like, they never... They'll charge me for food. They don't ever charge me for yeah. whatever I drink, so I'll always leave a but pretty significant tip. The problem I have now is I'm getting charged for beer, so if it costs me $36, I can't leave a $36 tip. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, like, leaving an $8 tip or a $6 tip, which is still pretty substantial considering. Mm-hmm. But... It's not what you're accustomed to. It's not to. what I'm accustomed to leaving the people that I love over mm-hmm. at that brewery. Anyway, back to the back to the story at hand. Yes. Um, so I ended up I didn't I, I didn't go do the Circuit City job because one, it was the commission based bullshit. So they paid you like a dollar an hour. Yeah, and like then... well the the job that my, my buddy did, he didn't get paid commission because he wasn't really doing sales. He was doing like in store setup. And demo stuff. So he would like he, he was wasn't customer up, facing. No, well he was, but he wasn't doing the sales portion. Like if if someone came up and asked him a question, uh, he we're would, passing a, 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 a barbecue. ale, yeah, barbecue competition barbecue yeah. trailer. Except for there's uh, a marine symbol on his license plate, so well, it's probably all his barbecue is probably crayon flavored. Probably he's a professional bullet stopper. <laughs> um, but. He would just he would direct them to a salesperson. Mm-hmm. He would answer a question or whatever, and then he would direct them to a salesperson. And he never got paid commission because he was he was like lugging stuff out from the back of the back of the store, setting up TV, setting up audio, like plugging all the shit. So in. he was a support guy. He was a support guy. Well, they wanted to bring me in for sales. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do. Sales. I don't want to do sales. Like that's not something I'm even remotely interested in. So I filled out the application. They told me that I had to go take a piss test, which I had no issues doing. But I didn't want to do sales, so I never went and did the piss test. And mm-hmm. then they called me 14 times and told me I need to go get the piss test. And I'm like, I'm not interested. Like, yeah. they're like, are you afraid you're going to pass? They're not going to pass the test. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do. I sales. don't want to do sales, and that's what you guys are trying to cram me into. Like, I don't, 
I'm not a I'm not a sales and people person. I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not a people person. I'm not like I like to talk to people. I I am not a salesman. Like as far as you know, trying to read specs of every single friggin' TV and AV you know receiver you have, yeah. and like having to know that this thing has 800 watts of power, but that's divided across six different channels, so it's really math, and I don't do math. So. Um, I ended up not going there. 